It's all about Southampton. The So So Show with Zoe Hanson and Simon Clark. Hello and welcome to The So So Show with Visit Southampton. Light up your social life. It's a look at life in the SO postcode hosted by her, Zoe Hanson. And he's laughing because I've just had a little bit of windy pops. <laughs> but you got away with it. <laughs> and him, Simon Clark. Now this week... We've got a taste of Italy. That gave me the burps as well. <laughs> we look after our ingredients and there is um, simple, well made, well thought through Italian food. That's, you know, as simple as that. And we discover more about a local music therapy charity. We spent a lot of time in QA and in Southampton Children's Hospital and they didn't have music therapy. So we wanted to bring it to our local hospital. It was the look on your face, really, as you were <laughs> trying to stifle something and you weren't 100% sure whether or not you were going to be successful. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Now, last week, we talked about Bewley and how it's, be- it's a beautiful word to say. It's a beautiful place to live. It's a wonderful place to visit, but nobody can spell it. And I think we said last week, it's harder to spell than that place, isn't it? And even when we were putting the clip online, the caption machine spelt it differently three times. <laughs> I do love that. Well, we, we put out that clip on Instagram and Facebook and on our social media. Like so many people have got in touch already about it. Lotum Graphics said, that is so, so true. It's so hard to pronounce, even harder to spell. Wary77 says, love Bewley. Couldn't afford to live there though, but we had our wedding reception at the Dormus, part of the Bewley Abbey and Motor Museum. Oh, that's a lovely venue. Is it? Yeah, yeah. I love this from Mandy's Kitchen Cakes. She says, I mean, if you said it how it's spelled, it's Bolu. <laughs> <laughs> and I love this. Lizzie, Big Biz Creative. I love Bewley. That's spelled B-E-W-L-E-E. It's where we got engaged. <laughs> and finally, Jimbo8484 says... So it's called Bewley because it was named by monks from Normandy who spoke a different French to that we know of today. They spelt it phonetically and wrote it Bewley as in B-E-W-L-E-E. Hence, we know it as that and not as we'd expect the typical French pronunciation. I used to work giving historical tours, etc. Well done, Jim. (laughs) And at least it's not just us who can't remember how to spell it. B E. A U L I I E U. The So So Show. Did you know that we've had a visit in Southampton from Coldplay this week? No. And I know how big a Coldplay fan you are. Isn't Will from Southampton originally the drummer? Isn't he from Winchester? Uh, maybe. I don't know exactly where he's from, which house or whatever, <laughs> but I do know that he is mates with one of the So So Show's mates. Dan from Saints Brass, who also works at the University of Southampton, and they had Will Champion come down and talk to the university students. Wow. I know, right? I looked at the picture and I thought, I know that bloke, but it's one of those, they're so familiar, 
you think you went to school with them? <laughs> <laughs> like I did it once. I was in a theatre bookshop in London and I saw this girl. She was sort of perusing the books. She was so familiar in my mind. I went over and said, oh, hey, how are you? And like chatted like she's a long lost buddy. It turns out she was an actress on Brookside. <laughs> <laughs> I'd never met her before in my life. And at what point did you discover that? About half hour later. <laughs> <laughs> Southampton's podcast, The So So Show. Are you feeling hungry? Because if you're not, in the next five minutes, you will be. As we chat to Marco, the owner of Marco's in Oxford Street. He moved there two years ago and he absolutely loves the change of scenery. It's a lovely location. It's very nice, very different from what we were before, very lively. The restaurant is amazing, I think. And uh, yeah, I, I really enjoy it. I really do enjoy it. So tell us about Marco's and your sort of ethos. What kind of atmosphere do we get in there? I know that there's a restaurant, but very often... Marco, when I go in there, I have a little glass of bubbles and I do some dancing. Well, yes, we do have uh, the bar and the restaurants. And Friday, Saturday, in the bar, there is uh, a DJ on. So people come to the bar, have a few drinks beforehand, go into a nice civilized restaurant, tablecloth, and uh, lovely three course meals, nice wines, very, very quiet. How's, how's it supposed to be? And then after that, if they fancy going back out and have um, a dance or have uh, more cocktails, there's a more lively atmosphere in the bar area so it's it's nice and lovely lovely and it's, it's, it's a nice place to be from you know the whole evening really to do the whole evening and your restaurant it's very nice isn't it what kind of food do you do we do Italian food good Italian food I would say uh, we look after our ingredients and there is um, simple well made well thought through well uh, we look after all the products that come through and uh, yeah Italian food that's you know as simple as that nothing too complicated what's your most popular dish probably seafood spaghetti and mixed fish platter or uh, mixed uh, meat platters yeah okay. so all steaks and pork uh, with all different sauces and different uh, veg and so on or a lovely mixed uh, fish platter so people also order pre-order this this very large uh, mixed, uh, mixed fish platter with you know, lobster and clams and mussels and scallops and uh, all sorts of things in there and uh, yeah they're, they're really good really really good that's popular and that sounds incredible that sounds absolutely lovely what's your favorite dish to have my favorite dish uh, i'm a simple man so my favorite dish is got to be a taratelle alla bolognese i'm, oh. from, I'm from modena next door to bologna i grew up with that and that's my my simple dish done done well is is special i think it's very good very simple but it could really mess it up very easily and uh, i i love my fish so yeah mixed fish platter is is something that i really really enjoy and i always think that marco's certainly the restaurant is one of those sort of special nights out you know those celebrations we've got valentine's day coming up if anybody's thinking about that is there any sort of special things going on well we do we decided this year instead of creating menus for each occasions we're gonna uh, carry on doing our specials we got special boards that is always seasonal and uh, we're gonna create a specials uh, for that events so people can come in without pre-order without any you know uh, booking always because it's, it gets busy obviously so booking they come in they have 
the a la carte and then look at the specials and the special will be designed seasonally and for that specific event Mother Days Valentine's Day and so on I love Italian food <laughs> I've never been to Marco's oh I my gosh I need to pay him a visit it is very very nice and it's very nicely presented and very nicely done as well, Simon. As he says, simple food done well. All we do on the So So Show is give you ideas of things to do and make you feel very hungry. But someone is listening to this now thinking, oh, I'm glad you've been in there because I've had my eye on going for a while and now yeah. I know it's okay. We're all right. Yes. It's all about Southampton. The So So Show. I popped into town this weekend. I took along my little and her mate and I said, right, come on. Chinese New Year. They've got big celebrations in the middle of Southampton. Guildhall Square in West Quay and... Like, there's loads going on. (laughs) What I didn't do, and I'm so sorry for this, Visit Southampton, you're so good at telling us when things are happening. Didn't look at any of the times. (laughs) So we turned up at Guildhall Square and there's like Tumbleweed blowing across it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there were a few things going on, like little activities, and there were some boards up with your year. So I think I'm I'm a tiger. We had a little look at that and I said, right, don't panic. There's something going on in West Quay. Got to West Quay? Nah, nothing. <laughs> no, nothing going on. I think we even missed the later edition of the dragon dancing that was going on. So we, we tried to keep it real. You know, we went into the Lego store. They were also celebrating the Lunar New Year. And each of them got, because it's the year of the rabbit, they got a little Lego person oh, with a rabbit head on nice. it. Nice. So they're all chuffed with that. And then we went and got a bubble tea. Have you ever had bubble tea? No, tell me more. It's so weird. They're like little bubbles filled with like sugary squash or juice or whatever. Okay. So you you suck up the juice and you get a couple of bubbles and they pop in your mouth. And that sugar rush, that taste just takes over. It's a very strange experience. And you took two children into the shop doing <laughs> bubble tea. Yeah, they didn't sleep till Sunday. <laughs> the So So Show. So your New Year's resolution was that you were going to ride on a barrel bike. How's that going? <laughs> Yay, I've done it. It's not even the end of January. Right, so I found out how you get one of these bikes. What I didn't realise was that some of the bikes are electric bikes Uh and some of them are not. I haven't quite worked out which are which yet, but I did take one out for a little spin and it was one of the electric ones, which was brilliant because I was up and down where like all the buses go around the back of Primark. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it was a bit of a hill, you know what I mean? And also being one of my New Year's resolutions to be incredibly lazy. (laughs) So it was perfect. Would you use one again? Yeah, absolutely. But you know what the difference is between those and the scooters? The main difference in my mind is I have to take a crash helmet. Uh. Like I have to wear a bike helmet to ride a bike. But for a scooter, I sort of don't. That's really irresponsible of me. I should be just taking my helmet everywhere, yeah, right? Yeah, you should just have a helmet with you at all times. <laughs> just generally in life. <laughs> there was a time last year where my daughter was learning to skateboard and she would take her skateboard and her knee pads and her, her skate helmet everywhere. 
And one day on the way to hockey, she thought, I can't be bothered to carry it. So she just wore it. Well, all of my hockey mates saw her turn up in the passenger seat of the car with a crash helmet on. And they're like, how bad is your driving? Southampton's podcast, The So So Show. Let's introduce you to a charity that I bet you've never heard of. George's Rockstars. They provide much-needed music therapy to children in hospital across the area. Amy is one of the mums behind it. The charity was set up in memory of my son, George, who had leukaemia. And we lost George in 2019 and we wanted to do something in his memory that would was positive, that would help. Um, children like him who spend a lot of their time in the hospital and the inspiration really was from George's treatment in Bristol when he went and had a bone marrow transplant um, he was lucky enough to have music therapy and it was literally the highlight of his week so he was stuck in isolation he wasn't even allowed to have his sister in the room with him and a music therapist would come around with this big trolley of instruments and um, come bring whatever he wanted into the rooms so it's very led by the child and it gives them a way of expressing their emotions. And quite often in hospital for young people, there's a lot of anxiety. Uh, George was a bit angry that he wasn't allowed to see his sister. And they can kind of express that where they maybe can't do it through words. They can express that through music. And so that was kind of the inspiration behind it. We spent a lot of time in QA and in Southampton Children's Hospital and they didn't have music therapy. So we wanted to bring it to our local hospitals in Hampshire and then quite possibly soon maybe a bit further beyond the Hampshire borders. What you're saying there about being able to express yourself in a time like that, you know, when when George is going through treatment and he, you know, he's not feeling his best or whatever, they need these outlets, don't they? And I suppose children or young people need them even more, don't they? Because they're not able to express themselves so much through words anyway. Yeah, they do. And, you know, for we, we see children from our music therapist has been into children that have been just a few days old, right up to 18. And the sessions are very tailored towards them and what they want to get out of it. And obviously, you know, they can be feeling a lot of different emotions. And this kind of gives them an outlet of a way to kind of express how they're feeling when they maybe can't always put it into words. You're putting music therapy into these places so that these kids can benefit from it. But how do you yeah. raise the money? What are you doing? We, we're doing lots of fundraising events. We do one um, every January that we've got coming up soon. On the 28th of January at Wickham Community Centre, we do like a live music family Sunday, which basically marks George's birthday every year, oh. uh, raises money. And then we do things like we've got a first charity ball coming up to things like we've had teams of people call um, a Boeing uh, 737 at the wow. Northwood Place great south run those kind of things so yeah. we do a range of events we've got three peaks this year we always try and do some kind of music related events as well so we do some live music events throughout the year and just really a, a range of different things to appeal to everybody really so last year a few of us threw ourselves out of a plane which was very scary <laughs> <laughs> just a bit uh, Fifteen thousand feet was um quite interesting oh yeah God. but we do a range of different events to fundraise and obviously we've um just done our annual Christmas tree collection across Southampton and Portsmouth. And this um, is why I came across you, because you were yeah. going around and collecting people's real Christmas trees, and then they go through the chipper thing, don't they? They do, yeah. So one of our trustees is a tree surgeon, so we've been doing it for a few years now. Yeah. 
Um, so we drive around, we pick up the trees. No one wants to put it in the back of their car and then have to hoover it out. Yes. Um, and then we chip the Christmas trees um, and they just get taken to a farm. And the way we make money from it is just through people donating for us to come around and collect their tree. So we raised over £2,600 doing that this year. And we have our children helping out as well, which people really <laughs> love watching because they get so into it. They're like running up and down the street, dragging Christmas trees. Brilliant. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's quite a good fun one. It's hard work, but um, yeah, it's a good fundraiser. What a great charity. Isn't it just, I mean, it, it, you know, it's quite the story, but they do so many brilliant things. You know, this is a charity that you can just get involved with just by trying to get rid of your Christmas tree. I wish that I'd known about it because I, I would have paid them to take it away and chip it. Rather you know than... what you've got to do, Simon? What? Follow the So-So Show on socials. <laughs> and get a TARDIS. <laughs> exactly. It's all about Southampton. The So-So Show. Just in case you haven't realised, we've been through quite the cold snap recently, haven't we? We have. Torrential rain and then like minus six overnight meant that all puddles were now ice rinks and um, everywhere was just frozen, including the hockey pitch at Hamble, where I normally play every weekend. Last weekend, I mean, it didn't get above like minus 46 or something, did it? So the hockey matches were cancelled. So I went and did Southampton Common Park Run. Now, lots of other park runs, I think Winchester, Whiteley, Eastley, they were all called off because it was too cold and it was icy underfoot. So I went to Southampton Common to do park run. So did 1,026 other people. Is that record attendance? It's their highest attendance since before the pandemic. Wow. It's pretty crazy. But it's quite the sort of community because... I sort of wanted the start to to go when when I went through the start line. Right. But getting a thousand people through on that little path. That's like know? London Marathon style bullshit, isn't it? <laughs> they were gonna pen us off and send us <laughs> off at different times. Um but it was brilliant and it's so well organized. Even when that many people turn up. All of the marshals are so supportive. You know, there were bits where um, water had trickled down onto the path and so that had frozen and they'd send you off in a different direction. And, yeah, it was just fantastic. It's one of the largest in the country, I think, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I think second largest in the UK. And it's here in Southampton. And it's brilliant. It's just really, really good fun. The So So Show. Let's find out what's happening with Visit Southampton. Light up your social life. These came out this week, and this is so good. Um, going last year, I know you went a couple of times as well, Simon. Um, it's it's sort of next level, entertaining, drum and bass, sexy cricket, right? The 100, the fixtures have been announced this week. So get and see the Southern Brave at the Aegeus Bowl. On a different tip completely, Boom Battle Bar are running speed dating nights in February. <laughs> what are you laughing at? I just imagine having small chat with someone as you're throwing axes. <laughs> or you don't like them, so that's why you're doing it. Right? Who is that picture that you're throwing the axe? Oh, it's my axe. <laughs> anyway... 
Anyway, yes, so speed dating in February. So go on to their socials and uh, find out when they are. You can tell a lot about a person by the way they play air hockey. Yeah, Whether or yeah. not there's going to be a long-term relationship in it for you. There's going to be some real battles down there, aren't they? You get really competitive people and they're down there dating as well. Here's another thing that I think that you might quite like, Simon. Back to the Future is being screened at the Planetarium at Winchester Science Centre on the 12th of February. When you say they're screening it, are they screening it on the massive yes. dome? Yes. Wow. Yes. So you are leant back in your chair and you watch it basically on the, the dome ceiling. Quite the experience, wow. right? And I quite like this one. I'm looking forward to this. On May the 20th, it's the annual Totten and Ealing Donkey Derby. Yes! Go on! I don't think they'd let me on, would they? Lose 10 stone and you <laughs> might be in with a shout. I have to say, as Watsons go, that's such a brilliant selection of events. We've had uh, dating at a games emporium. We've had a unique way to watch a classic film. Yeah. We've had donkeys. Donkeys and cricket. Everything you need in one place. If you've got an event coming up, by the way, please do let us know about it. And don't forget, we've got a Facebook group you can stick it in as well. Yes, absolutely. So Southampton Events is just going from strength to strength. I think we've got like 600 people on there now. Um, and you can post your event on there. So if so somebody's trying to look for something to do this weekend or a little bit further in in advance um then you put it there and everybody knows about it and thank you if you've taken the time to leave a review about the podcast it really does make a difference thank you very much have a great week zoe and you simon and thank you for listening you've been listening to zoe hansen and simon clark on southampton's podcast the so so show 